back to the Wonky Gamer, episode 28. Wicker, 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 wow, In this episode, we will be discussing many things, such as Ashes of Creation and Wild West Online. Today, it is Steph, and we have Mr. Dead Reckoning. Hey, folks. And Mr. Rame. Hello. So, on to the gaming news. Ashes of Creation, have you guys heard about this? No, I haven't, so I'm excited to hear about this, because it's an MMO, isn't it? It's a MMORPG thing. Bye. Like, it's this guy, I don't even know what his credentials are, actually, the guy running it. Like, all I've really heard is that he was part of a guild on some game, but anyway, he wants to make gaming great again. Um, like he, yeah, he had this whole like in in their video he was talking about about how before World of Warcraft MMOs were really um, inventive and about the sort of massively multiplayer world and all that kind of stuff and how WoW didn't necessarily ruin that but it, it kind of made every other game copy it so it, it kind changed of... the playing field didn't it Yeah, which is what it became I... the template. It did, and it, it, it kind of stunted the the growth of MMOs, I feel, for the last however long, 10, 15 years. Yeah, because but... they're not Warcraft, so... Exactly. They go free-to-play after <coughs> six months. That's the sad thing lucky. about it, really. What was that, Dad? If they're lucky. Yeah. Yeah. But, basically, what this game is, is... Well, I'll, I'll first tell you who's involved in it. So this guy has managed to get some of the old developers from Star Wars Galaxies, EverQuest, and lots of other games. I think he even mentioned Call of Duty, believe it or not. Um, and he's looking at... The, the idea of the game It's a bit weird to explain. So it's, it's set in a kind of you know medieval... Well, not medieval, sort of Lord of the Rings type place. You've got elves and humans and maybe orcs, I'm not sure. And generic fantasy setting go. Exactly, exactly. But the spin is, so you're in this world, and the world's split up into sort of different continents, sort of. And these are called nodes. They call them nodes. And basically, you, you, know, you can settle your village in this node and become a citizen of the village. Um, and you can, you know, the professions are things like crafting and combat and mage, all the kind of usual stuff. Um, yeah. But over time, you as citizens doing kind of quests in the global environment or um, all that kind of thing, you, you gain experience for your own character, but you also gain experience for uh, the node. And there's a lot of interesting mechanics, like if you manage to build a house at the beginning um, of the node in a village and that village grows then your house will like kind of upgrade as the village gets better and it will become really hot property to sell because oh. no one else's property is going to grow the way that yours has. So that's a little kink in it. Um, the nodes sort of develop throughout the game. So it just keeps... The, the village gets bigger and bigger into a town and into like a... You know, the, the, the end point is you can make it into a metropolis city and there's all different types of metropolises like a science-based one or a kind of more combat-based one or economic-based one. But you can only have five different metropolis on one server. So 
there's a lot of kind of competition over this, and players will be able to kind of go, holy shit, these bastards have got one of the main metropolises. I hate these fuckers. And they can go in and they can try and demolish the town and, and take it over and destroy everything everyone has worked so hard to make in that little group who are citizens of that city. Um, there's also going to be things like attacking, attacking castles and sort of real big PvP kind of like Dark Ages of Camelot type of gameplay, which was realm v realm, where you kind of all fought each other and had these oh, massive, right. massive battles. Um, the cool thing as well is for cities to develop into bigger environments, you sometimes have things that will stall the development, So, and it's all a bit random. So you might be in a situation where, because you've got to a certain point, a massive dragon is spawned, and you're not going to be able to do anything about it um, un unless you destroy it, and your your place is not going to grow at all. So everyone has to get together who are citizens and defeat that dragon, and then you can advance a bit. Or maybe there's some reason that your area is set into perpetual winter, and you have to do something to stop that. And there are seasons in the game, I think every, maybe every three weeks or something, and there's different resources in different seasons, and you can grow vegetables, and all that really nice social player-y type stuff. Um, so you feel like you're having a real impact on the development of your area and the, the world? Yeah, and I think the idea is that, that they said the game is not going to have factions, so I think the idea is, is you, you probably join a big guild or you be part of this city. And you would yeah. defend it, and you'd fight other other groups who are trying to take out, you know, destroy your node so that their village, wherever it is, starts growing, you know, bigger. Because you kind of screw each other over over time, if you know what I mean. Because you'll have better access to something, and actually they can't get to that point if they don't destroy your city and lower its kind of standing. Right. Okay. So. Yeah. It's, there's a lot of very interesting ideas in this game that really hark back to the types of developers that are making it. I mean, there's a lot of that Star Wars Galaxies vibe to what they're thinking with this. Yeah. Um, you know, and a lot of their main games that they, their, their influences are games like Ultima Online, Star Wars Galaxies, EverQuest, which, those are old games, and they have yeah. a very unique like spin on things. So that's on Kickstarter right now. I think it's uh, beginning of May. It started on Kickstarter. I'm at one of the first Kickstarters. I'm well. It's the only. It's the first time I've ever actually thought I'm going to kickstart this game. It looks. How really much cool. did you have to pay to kickstart it, and what did you get for having oh, kickstarted God. it? I didn't prepare for this question. What free shit you bastard? Now I have to type. <laughs> what have you done? Uh, stretch goals, blah blah blah. There's lots of stretch goals, so uh, there's some really interesting stuff there actually. The, on the stretch goals, it, it's this is exactly the kind of MMO I would really, really like to play. Um, holy God, this is a really long, long list of stuff. Oh, here we go. They've also worked on Planet Side, uh, Planet Side Two, EverQuest Two, blah blah blah. Vanguard, XCOM, Enemy Within, Rami. Oh, very good. Well, the, they're showing that. their credentials then. Definitely, because so. that's an amazing game. <laughs> so, backers, $25. You are the explorer. You get one month of game time. Your name is formally recognised in the game credits. 
Access to in-game chat emoji pack tier one. Oh my god, Ooh. that's so wow. exciting. Yeah, you Additional... get a smiley face. Uh, it doesn't say if you get the game though. <clears throat> yeah, do you, like, do you, do you, do you get, get the to game? play the game? <laughs> Maybe it's a free, is it free to play? I don't know. Um, oh, and it's already hit its goal then. It'll be free to download. It'll be a down. It'll be like a uh, Warcraft's model where you can download the game, but you have to buy the time. It's completely smashed its goal. Oh, has it? I haven't even looked at that. I bet it has. Yes, yeah, uh, they were asking oh, for seven hundred and fifty k. They're at two million three hundred and fifty-seven thousand seven hundred and ninety-three pounds. Wow. Seven days to go as well. Wow, so that's, look at that's that. it's, they've already now. unlocked the cute small pets, kittens oh, and puppies. Oh yes. I can have so, my own cat. Exactly. Oh god, they've unlocked like loads of the Oh, backer only aquatic mounts have been uh, unlocked. Ooh. I like this new Underrealm thing, that's the next one. New Underrealm race. Yeah, two point five million. That's in wow. progress. There's seven days to go, and they're in spitting distance of it, aren't they? God, yeah, they might actually... That's crazy, um, actually. They, they, they're in spitting distance of literally backer-only getting... mount barding uh, the close to as well. But three million, which is the highest thing, I mean, that's... You get whole yeah, stock that's exchange, the stock apparently. exchange, new financial systems. God. So they, they, they've actually gone above what they even thought they'd reach. Really? Well, they're, they're, they're heading that way. I mean, they don't have any more stretch goals for this after that. Holy crap. They'll have to start churning some out like Ukulele did. Or just stop there and actually not kind of put themselves in a position where like, Star Citizen does. <laughs> yeah. Like, I kind of think... was. I, I mean, as long as they're kind of like really simple things that won't take them that long, it's kind of cool, but... I don't know. Oh, and that's another important thing. Estimated delivery time for when they reckon you're going to be able to mm. join in. December 2018. And that's that's quite soon. I mean, from, from watching the videos, there's quite a lot of um, work that's already gone into it. From looking at the trailers and a lot of the stuff they've got. But you'll have to... You know, we'll have to see, really, because it is... They're doing quite a lot, so there's a lot of systems in this game. But yeah, anyway, that's 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 a game that I think people that play Star Wars Galaxy and that type of thing would probably be quite keen on. It's very much, you can be the farmer, kind of, you can be anyone in the world, Star Wars Galaxy type of thing. Yeah. You can be the normal person. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2. Grand Theft Horsey 2 has been pushed back to 2018. Yeah, boo. Although Red Dead Redemption was awesome for the all first Westerns. screenshots of in game content has dropped there. Like, they look really fakes. good. I think they were forced to do it because of Wild West Online, which we can segue nicely into. <laughs> so, Wild West Online. <laughs> Um, da, da, da. 
we just we did discuss this a while back, didn't we? Uh, I think maybe last episode or the episode before, because a screenshot was released for this game, and everyone started shitting bricks, thinking, "Oh my god, it's there's going to be an RDR2 reveal. It's amazing." And then these guys were like, "Nah, we're just making an online game." In yeah. Wild West. But this MMO, I mean, what's going on at the moment? Like, people have decided to go back to MMOs, and this is another one where they keep emphasizing, they've said their main goal is not just combat, but for players to socialize. So, it looks like people are starting to look back at these, the types of MMOs that I liked when I was younger, and I still like now, I mean, I'm still playing Star Wars Galaxy on an emulator, because I'm a sad old person. But... <laughs> not that old. <laughs> well... Getting there. I'm going to be third this year. It's terrible. I'm still waiting for the Pac-Man MMO. That's how old I am. That would kind of be shit, though, wouldn't it? I mean, what would you do? <laughs> Stand around in darkened rooms, listening to repetitive beats, eating pills. You can do that in real life. <laughs> that was the 90s, it's probably more it? fun in real life. Yeah, I want to go back. <laughs> 90s, the MMO. Brilliant. That's what I miss. That would be a good MMO. Unless you had a bad trip and it would be terrible. <laughs> but Wild Wild West, Wild West, fuck. Wicked, Damn you, Will Smith. Um, right, what is this game? This is a PvP-based MMO. Um, and again, you can be lots of different things. You can be a gold farmer, not the Chinese type, but you can be the type of gold farmer. <laughs> that, 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 was, was that, that wasn't racist, right? That it wasn't... was kind of stereotyping, though, definitely. Yeah, well, I don't I mean that in a racist way. I mean, you know, there are The majority of gold prisons. farmers tend to be based in China. Yeah, I mean, China has half the population of the planet, and they do, like, there has been stories. I'm not sure if it's true, but from, from what I've read, there are prisons or, like, places where people are forced to actually you know, in sweatshops, gold farm on World of Warcraft, <laughs> which doesn't happen anywhere else in the world, so um, yeah, but you can be a gold farmer, but again, not that type of gold farmer, you can you actually... You mean a miner? A miner, you can be a miner <laughs> and you can probably be a farmer <laughs> as well a pan handler so you can handle pans and put them on your head Um. So that's cool, um, and obviously it can be like the typical, like, yeah, I'm a, I don't know, Clint Eastwood guy, awesome. Um, you can build camps, and apparently there's lots of, like, social gameplay, so it isn't, although they have said that Red Dead Redemption has very much, like, influenced them to make the game, and they were sick of waiting for it, the, the game to come out, so they've kind of decided to make their <laughs> so own one. they've decided to make their own. Yeah, but it, uh, you know, I think they've made a real point of saying it's not just the cops and robbers like style gameplay of Red Dead Redemption Online, it is it's gonna have a lot of focus on social the social side. They're gonna have a whole gang system into the game. You're gonna be able to do stuff like thief from shops and player camps. Um you can even get exiled from towns. Um and if you do get nice. to that point, I th I think you do it I think you eventually get flagged as sort of a some a, a bandit, and I think nice. you could actually sort of play the game with your friends as a group of bandits, and you, you, you'll have to live out in bandit hideouts. So um, you could basically play a, a bunch of trolls and <laughs> literally troll everyone trying to make a, a go of being a, a settler in the, the Wild West. Exactly. It's like the perfect game for people more. like us. 
Um, oh, and you can, the idea is bank heist as well. The... I'm going to burn down every final <laughs> Literally. Oh my god. <laughs> All I'm hoping for is that they have um, kind of like voice chat, so you can literally vocally troll people as well. Because <laughs> games are just so much more fun when you can kind of manipulate someone via voice chat for about six hours and gain their trust and then horribly ruin their life. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm just a, a poor traveller coming to your lovely house with your family. I'm not going to burn it to the ground the second you log out, honest. I swear none of us are actually deep-seated psychopaths living out our fantasies in computer games. Uh, <laughs> Oh, and the combat! <laughs> Mainly because they're digital. Yeah, have you ever thought about how many... Like, if you, had to, if you were able to pile up all the bodies of players that you've killed in computer games and NPC characters, how many characters do you think that would be? At least eight. <laughs> At least eight? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I mean... Maybe think a bit more, you know, bigger than that. I, I don't know, dude. Like, yeah, this no, is I, not. Well, something like Diablo 3. <laughs> mm. It actually tells me how many enemies I've horribly killed, so I should check that out and let you know. You should. I also need to offer a, a bit of an apology and a, re a retraction for Diablo 3. Oh! On the last podcast, I said how disappointed I was that. There was no seasons on Xbox One, and because I talked about it and said how much I wanted it, uh, I obviously changed reality and uh, made it happen, because I believe the 31st of March, they finally released Season 10 on the Xbox One, as well as PC, so it's brilliant, I've gone back to Diablo 3. And, and that is the power of Rami. Yeah. He is a man. If, if you have anything you want want to be done, you just talk to him and get him to kind of bitch Alter about reality. it, and, and he alters reality with his brain subconsciously. It's yeah. brilliant. And it's wonderful. But yeah, right. I'm very pleased. Yeah, are you enjoying Diablo 3 then, <laughs> at the moment? Yeah, no, it's absolutely awesome. Um, Aren't they so releasing... Me a reason to play it all again. Aren't they releasing the Necromancer soon as well? I believe they are doing it soon. Uh, I've not seen when, um, but yeah, that'll be that a lot looks of cool. Um, I haven't really got much more to say on World West Online. I mean, it uh, that's about all I can say on it. It's kind of going to be social focused as well as you know. It. I mean, one almost... thing I've noticed. Mm. You've said there's only PvP combat, no PVE. Oh, did I not mention that? Yes. Yeah, which is very interesting. That is very interesting, because, I mean, normally, well, I, I play Warcraft, but I'm very much PvE. I, I, mm -hmm. I barely touch any PvP, so that'll be very much out of my com comfort zone. You say that, but then, you know, you've played shooters and that type of game, right? Yeah, badly. Yeah. Well, back to the bodies of eight players here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't want you on my bandit team, dude. Um, <laughs> you as a decoy. Yeah, he could be the decoy. We can yeah, go and get I'm him shot. We'll get you to walk into towns and like check whether like anyone's in there. 
Yeah, I'm really good at stealth. I'm yeah, dead. yeah. If, if stealth involves driving into a compound in a car. <laughs> nice. I could just ride into the center of town and start gunning people down, and then you guys could uh, mock up. That sounds like a plan. Yeah, I'm up for that. I used to do that in DayZ because I used to get so bored of everyone like pretending to be military army soldiers because they watched some videos, um, and like because DayZ actually really was quite a big map and really there weren't a lot of people around, I just YOLO into everywhere and run around while everyone else was being all stealthy and it was fine most of the time. <laughs> it became such a boring game. I've seen some great videos on YouTube of uh, a guy pretending <laughs> to be Morgan Freeman. Oh, I think I've seen this. And they're quite funny. <laughs> He's like, why are you hitting me? I'm Morgan Freeman. <laughs> oh, actually, that segues into something else that I haven't got in the notes, which is, um, what's it called? Uh, unknown... Morgan Freeman Simulator for PlayStation VR. Coming out oh, that sounds time. amazing. That's another segue that I can go into. Damn it. Oh. Too many segues. <laughs> ah! Go back to the first one. What was it? Someone what did you say? Freeman. No, what did you say before that? Daisy. Daisy. Yes, has anyone played Unknown mm -hmm. Battle? Is it Unknown Battlegrounds? Um, it's really, really popular right now. Uh, I have actually been playing it. I forgot I've been playing this. It's a good game, though. What, what um, type of game? Here we go. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. So, oh, right. have you not heard about this at all? I do. No, really. no, I've been living under a rock. Obviously. You have. This is a really big deal, actually, at the moment. A lot of people playing it. It's, it's really, really um, popular. It's it's a game in early access. Surprise, surprise. Um, and basically, well, it'd be different if it was a game that had actually been released for once. I know. Can you imagine well, an that? Actual game. It's, it's a crazy play. thought. So weird. I've heard it happens once a year or something. <laughs> um, so what is this game? This game is, so it's early access, there's not actually, you know, it's kind of fairly new and all this stuff, but it's, it's basically, there's a really big map, and it's very much like Daisy on steroids, and what happens is you start off the game, the, the whole match, the matches are about 20 minutes long, um, and you start the match um, in an aeroplane, and you drop out of it, you sort of choose where you drop out of it across this big map and what happens is as soon as you land you need to get as much gear as possible um, and survive because there's 100 players in each match or something along those lines and basically it's a battle royale yeah. and the map gets smaller and smaller so there's kind of a zone thing and if you stay outside that zone you, you die so everyone gets funneled closer and closer and closer together and you have to survive. And it's actually proving very popular. I've, I've actually played it a little bit, and it is a lot of fun. It's a hell of a lot of fun, actually, because it's not... It's quick, it forces people together, and, yeah, it's it's kind of cool. Ah. Well, it looks like it is also going to be released on the Xbox One and PS4. Oh. Doing a, a quick um, search just on it to find out what the, the crap was with it was, and yeah, uh, Player Unknown Battlegrounds has proven to be quite the phenomenon on PC over the past few weeks, particularly with live streamers looking to jump into the intense multiplayer action, 
and soon the game will be making its way to consoles. Cool. Uh, well, it's, it's one to keep in an eye the on. works for Xbox One's preview program, and um, will then be developed for PS4 following that. Yeah, it'll come out on Xbox way before PlayStation. Oh, uh, it's all a version of the game has already been up and running on the Xbox One console, with oh. the team tinkering away on a number of improvements for it. Wow. Uh, they are focusing on the Xbox One edition first, of course. Because Sony yeah. doesn't have any sort of early access system. Which, in some ways, is a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and should I do segue number two? I'm really going off topic here today, but... Um, you mentioned <laughs> Morgan Freeman VR. Oh, yeah. I actually tried out VR uh, two weekends ago. All right, what game? How did you find it? Oh, what one is it? It's the one where you kill robots. Powerpoint. <laughs> die robot die. Is it like American remember. football? Robo something. Something. Is like it kind of like American football? What's that? Okay, it's not rigs then. No. Is. No. Is it like Robotron, but VR? Yeah, probably. I don't know. But anyway, regardless of the game, I hate about everything I said about VR being something that might just be a total pipe dream. It's it's seriously fucking good. <laughs> How did you find it though, playing it for like a, a reasonable length of time? Because I really? did find I was starting to get motion sickness when I tried out yeah, the I Resident Evil Unstable um, Seven demo on VR. I only really played it for about twenty twenty five minutes, and I I was fine. Oh, but I d I don't really get. I don't. I mean, I don't get car sick, or I don't really have any issues with that type of thing in general. So, well, I haven't for like, well, since I learnt to drive. But before I did, mm. uh, I used to get quite badly car sick. So, I mean, I I haven't didn't really find it an issue. I mean, it certainly made me. You know, I've got a couple of games in my Steam list I can see now that have got VR, like Elite Dangerous and Project Cars, Subnautica, and I'm kind of thinking, God, I would. Fucking love to have VR, but it's... so expensive. I know. I was like, well, I mean, I could. It's, it's. I could, if I really wanted to save and get it, I could do it. But it's so much money. Like, I can't. I just it's can't a console, it. and then some's worth of money, depending what rig you it's go. A console for. and a half. Two consoles, because well, no, you, you, two, you well, want the hand things as well. Two PlayStation Pros. Yeah. Bloody hell. It's like 600 quid for an Oculus Rift with the hand things that you use. Pretty much. It's like 580 something. It's so much money. Wow. How, how did you get access to this uh, game and what headset did you use? I used the Oculus Rift and the yeah. little hand things and it was at um, a friend of mine. So I went over to play D&D &D and they were setting up and I'd done my bits so um, he was like, dude, I know you really want to try VR, so try it out. And I tried it out, and it was awesome. amazing. The graphics are just absolutely stunning. Like, I couldn't believe that I was playing a game that looked that amazing. Well, I I'm still waiting for the Oasis console, to be perfectly honest. I'll, uh, it'll well, get you won't my have to buy it, then. because it'll be free. What's the Oasis console? Well, it'll cost you 25 cents, but... <laughs> 
What the hell's going on? I'm so confused. Is this like a uh, cultural reference? This is a, a reference to Ready Player One. Which oh, is a, I haven't awesome read or novel. seen that. Yeah, and is being developed Spielberg. into a movie by I think it's Steven Spielberg. Oh, it'll be good then. Hopefully, mm, as long as he's he gets not going to use a lot of his own because it's just so yeah. But full he said that he's not going to use any of the fine. references to his own stuff. It's like ooh, that's half the film. Mm, it's not the same thing then. Mm. Which is a shame. Uh, Jaws is referenced at least once, I believe. Um, yeah. Indie. Uh, there's a bunch of Spielberg stuff because. Really? Yeah, he made loads of movies in the 80s, so. Oh, that'd it, be kind of sick. Like, quite if he did 80s centric, but if you haven't read the book, I'd go and read it. It's amazing. Oh, or, I will do. If you want to listen to it it's on Audible, really, really it's read good. by Will Wheaton, which is awesome. And um, you know, listeners, we're not actually supported by, <laughs> sponsored by Audible, unlike every other YouTuber or podcast in the universe, because no one wants to sponsor us. <laughs> it's, sad. <laughs> it's so sad. Well, we're just too lazy to try and find one, I suppose. Yeah, the, there is that. Hey, Audible, why not sponsor us? Yeah, <laughs> sponsor Audible. sponsor everyone else, Go on. apparently. It'll I didn't know this. Audible's on everything. Like Everyone's like... Audible's sick, though, to be fair. It is really good. Yeah. We're giving free advertising, <laughs> Audible. Give us money, please. Um, <laughs> but no, it is really good. Money. Um, Destiny 2! How exciting! On PC. Only available through Blizzard Launcher. On PC. Yeah. I mean... Surely, surely on Xbox it'll yeah. be available through the store. <laughs> or, or a disc. No, it won't. You'll actually have to like buy a special like, add-on add -on adapter. <laughs> <laughs> they send around a, a special Blizzard drone that you have to plug into the back of the console. <laughs> yeah. One of the protest drones. No, I mean, I, I don't... I actually saw kind of a developer uh, like promo for this, and oh, oh my yeah. god, I was so underwhelmed because uh, they were care, like bigging it up and trying to be so excited for it, and it just—it's like, oh, so you you just rebooting it and doing <laughs> it again because he was like, oh yeah, it's so exciting. There's this new race that comes in, and it. <laughs> Puts out the light, so you lose all your powers, and then you oh, so you, you just start again. Brilliant. Uh. Wow. Well done. Well done. You're really nice. gripping me there. I I still haven't forgiven them for Destiny at all. But but also like the the thing is, it's kind of it's a bit of a problem because they're gonna hype the shit out of it again, and then rip all the content out. And put I don't it know out if they'll anyway. do that again, though. Do you, do you think they'll do that again? It wouldn't surprise me. Is, no. is the, is the license owned Blizzard by Blizzard now? I don't, I'm really Battle confused. Net, and they always have had Battle.net. And Battle.net has changed slightly, so it's yeah. a bit more like the Twitch launcher is for mods for things like Warcraft and... Because Curse... Uh, Twitch bought out Curse, or yeah. Twitch and Curse have merged. Um... 
Okay. So awesome. basically what it is is you can use the existing Blizzard launcher which launches all of Blizzard's games. Um, what they've done is they've made a deal with Bungie to host like uh, like a portal basically, like Steam basically. To host Destiny 2. You use the Steam launcher to launch games that are hosted by Steam. This is going to be hosted by Blizzard. Right. Uh, that's, that is actually kind of shit. Oh, it's very clever by Blizzard, but it's shit. What, for the five people who are going to play it? Well, I kind of think with like <laughs> Blizzard games, it's like, you know, okay, they've, they've been doing it for a while. Like, oh, but yeah, you can only no, get Blizzard they... games through there. But I don't, like, the the reason it's shit, in, in my opinion, is that Blizzard never no, lowered, lower the prices of their games, the... really. Through, through the launcher. Oh, but saying that, at the moment, with it being Overwatch's anniversary right now, it's been out a year, they mm. have reduced the price and done a Game of the Year edition of Overwatch on the Xbox One. So if you want oh. to pick up Overwatch cheap, now's the time to do it. Is it cheap on PC? Or are they still shafting? Uh, I don't know. I've just seen it on Xbox One. It's like thirty quid, whereas normally it's fifty four ninety nine. I think so. And this is mm. the first time I've seen it reduced in price. I bet you StarCraft still sixty quid. StarCraft <laughs> I bet it is. And I'm actually going to check that. In fucking bitch about it. Yeah, see if it, Overwatch has been reduced for PC while you're there. Uh, oh, actually, the expansion StarCraft 2 Legacy of the Void is... Yeah, but the thing with good. Warcraft is that uh, the Warcraft Overwatch. back catalogue, everything up until the current expansion, you can buy for a tenner. Because that's the way that they do it. They All the old expansions become really? part of the battle Yeah. Quest. So if you're just starting out, you effectively get... Well, you don't even need to do that now, because you can get um, 20. You can play for free up now? to level 40 or something so. with reduced features, is it? Now, because they've got a level 100 cap. Yeah. 110 cap. No, 110 cap. So, it's 35 quid for the Game of the Year edition of Overwatch. It's actually only 16.99 actually, for the standard edition. Which is kind of fair enough, actually. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's not that bad. I'm gonna, I'll take back my words. Um, the the shitty thing about Overwatch Game of the Year on, um, on Xbox, well, it actually isn't shitty, but it costs fifty four ninety nine if you don't have Xbox Live. But then you wouldn't be able to play it if you didn't have Xbox Live. So yeah, so it will con a few people though. Like, why yes, would you even do that? That's will. a bit. That's a bit naughty, actually. Why would you have it being fifty four ninety nine if I don't... If you don't have life, when you can't play it without life, it's... Yeah. But not just that, you might be like, oh, like my life's run out, I'm going to have to rebuy it, and then you just decide, oh, I'm going to buy Overwatch before I do it, and then you kind of suddenly lost 25 quid for nothing. I don't know, I'm just trying to shit on Blizzard. Bl Blizzard are great. <laughs> They're all right. I, but I think I think it's a bit shitty that Destiny 2 you can only play through Blizzard Launcher. I, th I think that is shitty. I think it's a clever move, but it's still shitty. Yeah. Like, I don't mind about Blizzard games, but doing that, taking another game from another company and doing that, which obviously, you know, I'm sure the De Bungie are getting some, like, decent deal out of it. Oh, yeah. But 
I think they should be they should put it on Steam because that's what most people use. Oh, and that's what most people use until Blizzard so anyway. finishes doing what well, they're doing does... and takes over the world. Yeah, is that like the start of things to come? I mean, Destiny 2's, of course, Title. A, a fairly big... has got a, a decent fan base, I think, hasn't it? People still play it for some reason. Um, so, is that going to be the start of the thing? Oh, that's going to be a big hot property. Let's put that through the Blizzard launcher as the well. Launcher maybe Blizzard knows something we don't. You know, maybe it is pretty good. Facebook streaming, I think, off the top of my head. So you can stream quite easily using uh, a Blizzard Facebook streaming launcher thing. But who's going to use Facebook streaming really, though? Like for gaming, it's it's going to be Twitch, right? You'd think so, because Twitch allows for the monetizing of your streaming, doesn't it? Uh, Does no Facebook? Don't know. Probably not. I so hate no, Facebook. No one knows enough about it, so. I I hate Facebook. It's the uh, actually the shittest place to expand an audience for anything you're doing. If you're doing streaming or you're doing, like, even a podcast and stuff, it's so hard to get people um, following you via Facebook. You're much better through things like YouTube or Twitter or things like that. I I don't I don't know. Uh, but I, I generally hate Facebook. I've deleted it off my... Well, it filters phone. all your news, doesn't it? And what you see and the posts you see, it controls all of that. Yeah, it's why when you have an election or you have some stupid referendum that makes the world go to shit or Donald Trump gets into power because you're completely isolated from reality. You're just stuck in a yeah. social bubble of that, people. That's that, why I, I was so surprised by the, the Brexit vote and uh, when the Conservatives get in later, I'll be really surprised again. What, when the Conservatives get in? Yeah. I, I'll be I wouldn't be surprised if they got in, but I, I'm wondering whether with the craziness that's happened in, in the world over the last few years whether Labour might actually get in in the UK because you know I mean fuck knows it's, it's all a bit bit mental at the moment people are pretty trigger happy on their votes so wait and see yeah I, I'd like to be surprised well you might be for a change you yeah know, that it might swing good. in your way definitely anyway enough politics scale bound yeah. That long-forgotten game, not that long ago, but um, I know Dead was super hyped for this, weren't you, Dead? Yes, it looks like it's... You were, uh, Scalebound, you were pretty hyped uh, for that. And it's not... <coughs> yeah, I was well excited for that, and then they just said, oh, no, we're not going to finish that. Very so, disappointed. So the trademark for it has been renewed, so... I mean, this doesn't necessarily mean anything. A lot of companies need to protect the potential use of an IP in the future so they will do stuff like this, you know, renew a trademark for something they're never going to develop or they might develop in 10 years or something, so it might mean absolutely nothing, but it could also mean that they've actually got back to work on it, who knows but it, it could be quite exciting That would be good, because it, it did look awesome fun, just like the fact that you and your dragon and up to three friends all tooling around and creating havoc yeah, <laughs> awesome fun. 
the other thing that we've heard, I mean, the, the, this can be a bit of a weird podcast, actually, because normally we split it up into lots of different sections, but in a way... It's just news this time. It's just news, and a lot of the news are games that we're actually looking forward to. I mean, it's quite an exciting time for games again, because we've had all these amazing games come out, and it's been a bit dead recently, and now there's a lot of stuff starting to surface, because True. E3 is going to be happening in uh, a couple of weeks, is it? Is it 8th of June? Yeah, it's soon. Start of um, June. Yeah, so start of June, so we will be covering that quite a lot. We'll probably end up doing some... I think last year we did some really long, crazy episode where we just ran through a load of stuff and we'd all taken notes and just railed off on everything. Um, yeah, that'll probably we all tend happen to again. Watch, yeah, because we all tend to watch our little areas, really. Like, Dad and, and Rami tend to watch a lot of the Xbox stuff and... Yeah. I watch a lot of the PS stuff, and uh, did PC do much at E3? I mean, it all kind of overlaps at that point, doesn't it? But, yeah. Um, where were we, though? Life is Strange. So, did anyone ever play Life is Strange? No, but I actually watched your videos of it, or or at least some of them, before something else distracted me. What? You only watched that. some of them? Well, yeah, I got distracted I'm so by hurt, man. Else. I poured hours of my life into that game. And then my I considered playing it after I'd watched either the first one or two videos, and it's like, oh, I'm ruining the game for myself now. What if I play it one day, and then yeah. I stopped? It's a bit of a weird... Like, I tend to... When I've done a lot of Let's Play stuff for the Wonky Gamer stuff, I always pick games that are story-based because you're more likely to... You have more reaction when you're playing them, and yeah, it's and it more interesting more. to watch. But it does have that factor of it kind of ruins people playing the game themselves and discovering it themselves. But maybe part of the fun's experiencing it with a, someone talking. But yeah, but I, I quite like that sometimes. Um, yeah, especially if money's tight and it's a game or a story I'd like to experience, then I will go and watch some people playing it mm. just for that experience. For example, buying a console like a PS4 just to play one game isn't always the the best way to do it. When I can watch someone else play the game, probably better than I play the game. Yeah. And and still get that story and that experience. Well, the developers of the game aren't they developing another game called Vampire that looked really good. I think. Is it they, the same people? Yeah, it's don't don't nod. What they called? They just called Don't Nod Games, something like that. Oh but, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think they're making that really interesting vampire-looking RPG, but it isn't yeah. Vampire the Masquerade. It's a- is just it a an action RPG? I like, think third so. Person. Yeah, and I think it's very story-based. Yeah. It looks really cool, actually. But the reason that I'm bringing up Life is Strange is because the developers from Life is Strange are saying that they're going to do another. Life is Strange game. I don't want to say it's a sequel because they haven't really said that and I'm not sure whether it will follow the same characters or it will end up following some new characters. Um, But it's... I mean, the first game was great. It took me a while to get past the hipster style to it. Like, the first episode took me a while to actually learn to cope with the setting because I did find the hipster thing a little bit vom-worthy. Um, but the story was brilliant. It was really cool when you get into it. I just, did, I really did struggle with how pretentious the protagonist was. 
Yeah. Um, but she she became a lot more likable as it went on, and it was a really right. good game. It it was a a bit weird when I was watching sort of the first part of it. It's like, is this what young people like now? Yeah. Do they really have these kind of conversations? Surely not. I know you sat there thinking, God, I when I was younger. You know, like people. Well, actually, I suppose I, was, I listened to Nirvana. Probably most people my age didn't really, but they, they, <laughs> there was most like people a, my age did. Yeah, they did. But, yeah. Uh, Child in the nineties, so you know. Well, I mean, music, era. music was always a big part when I grew <laughs> up, and it was when you grew up, and and there was always like often a political side to it or a lifestyle side to it, and kind of. You know, a lot of it was against the system, or it was be individual, it's good to express yourself and be creative, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, there's nowadays, you know, I mean, playing Life is Strange and generally seeing hipsters, it, it reminds me of the yuppies in the 80s in England. Like, it's kind of <laughs> like very middle-class people with, you know, kind of just spending money on shit. and Phones that look like bricks. Yeah, like, what is that about? What, you know, oh, let's re-release the Nokia 3310. Why? It was shit. they're indestructible. Yeah, but they're shit. Like, <laughs> why, why are you going to buy one apart from trying to look, you know, cool? It's just lame. It's lame. It's just so fucking sad. Just get a smartphone. You can use the internet on it. You can watch videos. You can watch Netflix. Can even watch porn. <laughs> oh, nice segue. Yes. Oh, Again. I didn't even realise he did that. Oh yeah. God, I'm the segue king. <laughs> You're a buyer. Hell yeah. Overwatch. Back to <laughs> Overwatch. Overwatch made Pornhub's top 20 searches in 2016. <laughs> That's so. <laughs> this is another thing about the younger generation. When I was searching for porn, when I was younger. Um, you know, big tits. Why? Why Overwatch? <laughs> like, I mean, guys, come on. You know, I know <laughs> that people are having a lot less sex from the younger generation. <laughs> Is this why? Like, they're playing Overwatch and going, "Oh God, I really want a wank over." I don't know some well, I, Overwatch character. Say, like, <laughs> I, it it was hard, but I, I did like. Uh, I, I bit the bullet and, and checked it out and, and put it into the search on Pornhub just to see what kind of stuff came up. And uh, Diva seems to be the the most popular character for porn on Overwatch. <laughs> right. Either cosplay of Diva uh, okay. performing sexual acts or um, just, well, hentai, basically. I mean, I suppose, from an ethical sense... Watching computer game porn or hentai is probably ethically a lot better because, you know, (laughs) some women in the porn industry are cartoon characters. They're getting hurt. They're not real, dude. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I mean, you could create an ethical argument for it, but I mean, yes, it's quite easily. It's weird. It is. I mean, it's just it's just a bit odd, guys. Like, come on, what what are you doing? I mean, you know. We have HD video. <laughs> HD! Come on! Like, or, fucking hell. Or, if you go out into the real world, women are also available. They are! TV. They are. You can find them. They're out there. 
Yeah. Reality, now in 3D. <laughs> By the way, going back to VR. Alright. You know that the most money they'll make out of VR in the future is going to be through porn. Oh, of course. I mean, that... Jesus Christ. The amount of money that porn invested into the internet when it was just, like, growing and, and becoming a thing. Yeah. Unbelievable. That, that was the big driving force behind making the internet Excuse happen. the pun. Driving force. <laughs> oh my god. So, that's Overwatch and porn. Um... Yeah. Dead Island 2 trailer. Dead uh, said this to yeah. Dead uh, recently. Uh, Dead it it came out a while ago, right? Trailer was announced way back when both consoles came out. And it was a really, really good trailer. And then it slowly, well, it, yeah, it looked, looked seemed fun. to have dropped into development hell. And nobody seems to have heard of it since. But the trailer yeah. seems to have resurfaced recently in like a. You know, best trailers that have been made that we've not seen anything from. Um, but the game's designers, they... Oh, right. oh, sorry. But weirdly, if, weirdly though, a, a bunch of months ago, they, they released loads of new Dead Island content for the Xbox One, like there was some kind of retro-style version of Dead Island, and they, they did mm. like a, an upgraded version of it stuff. Um, oh really? But then No Dead Island 2 came out. <laughs> it's like they were trying to get people excited for it again and then silence. Mm. So, so yeah, we're still waiting. Uh, I don't know. I, I'd, I'd never seen the trailer before so I watched it and thought this is sick. <laughs> like, wow. No, the trailer really is cool. really good. Yeah, but the for the original Dead Island, again, that trailer was kind of impressive. What was the game? I never played the game because I, I was a little bit sick of seeing zombies by that point. Uh, it, it was a lot of fun. I just didn't put the, the time into it. And uh, there were a bunch of hidden Easter eggs, I believe, going back to the porn theme, that Jenna Jameson was somewhere <laughs> hidden in the game as a, uh, a, a zombie porn star potentially tied to a bed somewhere in the game. Nice. Uh, I heard about that, and yeah, there were other cool things, and loads of different zombies to kill, and it, it was kind of a, a first-person zombie RPG. Lots of fun. Hmm. And Mass and it... Effect. Oh, gone. Oh, I'm just so <laughs> sad. Um... Mass Effect, so the Andromeda team have been moved to support staff for other games. Oh, right, so <laughs> and... not just taken out in a field and shot then. Well, it, I mean, I think... <laughs> I mean, you know, if Ferg was here, he would say EA ruins every company, and it is getting to a point where you just think, you know, Ferg, you're completely right. Uh... <laughs> e EA, the kiss of death. It's just so sad, like... <sighs> to see Bioware fall apart like this, I mean, they, what's what's happened is they're now gonna they're gonna put Mass Effect to the side. They're not gonna work on anything Mass Effect for a while, and they're gonna focus on other IPs. I know they're working on some big IP at the moment, but a lot of their core, like the original guys, they had like two of the original guys leave in the last year, I think. Um, 
I think Casey Hudson and someone else. So they, they've they've had some serious like talent go. Right. Um, I mean, I am getting a bit sick of the anti Andromeda stuff. I mean, I am. People are really gunning for it. I mean, it isn't that bad. It's not. You know, people are putting it on No Man's Sky level of hate, and it's really. Re- yeah, that's. I mean, that's what I've seen, and I don't. I think it's really unfair, actually. I think yes, it's got quite a few problems. It's not good enough, but it's not a shit game. Like it's not. It's really long as well. There's so much content and story. It's. I don't know. I just think people are being a bit unfair to Bioware, and I think how, there's a how bit dated of... was it though? Because I mean, you've actually played it. I mean, I did. I didn't find the animations that bad. I I kind of. I mean, maybe I'm just. What about the gameplay though? Does the the gameplay now feel dated? Especially if the gameplay's better. It's much better than Mass Effect Three. Yeah, but have they moved it forward enough? When you compare it to something like Breath of the Wild, which is just it, it is a a breath of fresh air, gaming wise. Yeah. I mean, it depends what you mean by gameplay. The combat gameplay has moved on. On it's a lot better. Yeah. Um, the conversation mechanics. I mean, I'm bored of it. I am, you know. I mean, I'll, I'll admit it. I yeah. think Bioware need to do something because they've had this they same haven't conversation changed it system. Up, have they? They've, well, they've they... kept to the same kind of format. Well, they've had the same sort. I mean, yeah, they changed the conversation to thing a bit like it's not paragon and renegade i suppose but it's the same conversation wheel that they've used in mass effect one two three dragon age two dragon age three star wars galaxy no star wars the old republic online game uh like so it's kind of done yeah dragon age inquisition yeah they need to do something new and they need to uh, the, the thing is with Bioware games is that the whole... I mean, I was moaning on about this with Mass Effect 3 a while back with Ferg, was you you run into this problem where you you understand the game mechanics, so you start, you know, you'll do a mission and then you'll spend two hours walking around and talking to every single person to get every bit of story. Yeah. And it becomes... You a know, chore. I mean, the story's interesting, but it becomes a chore because you're playing... Like the game as a game, you're not really immersed in it anymore. Um, it becomes the meta of gaming the game. Yeah, it's like it's what ruined Daisy. You kind of ended up with this whole kind of meta gaming, and it was became boring. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's 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 a shame, really. I'm quite sad about Bioware at the moment, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with them, really. I, I don't know. A lot of their stuff have left, like the good ones. So, I mean, I always preferred Obsidian. Anyway, they were. I always thought they were better. They they were the other guys who were right. from the same group that helped make Baldur's Gate one and two. They right, okay. They made games like they made Kotor two, and they made a, a little known and originally slammed game called Alpha Protocol, which is actually really good. Um, right, yeah. That was the kind of the spy game, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like a spy game. Uh, spy RPG type. Yeah, it was really fun. It was really cool, actually. Majorly underrated, and it's probably on... Um, I know it's on the PlayStation Now thing, and it's probably going probably to be on the Xbox thing 
that's coming out. Segway! Yay, again. Microsoft wow. Netflix-like service for games. Hell yeah. I didn't cool. even do that on purpose. <laughs> What's going on today? Microsoft Game Pass, is it? That's it. Xbox Game Pass. Oh, Xbox Game Pass. Because, yeah, it's coming out on the Xbox One. It's seven ninety nine a month. Mm. And gives you access to 100 games, both 360 and Xbox One. Some of them are quite good as well. Yeah. I have noticed, though, a lot of the catalogue, well, a fair few of the games, because I've had my Xbox Live membership from pretty much the start. So, literally, I've had it the whole time, and anything they've given away free, I've said, yes, I'll have that game, and downloaded it, whether I wanted it or not. Mm. So I have seen a lot of the titles on there. It's like, oh, I own half of these. <laughs> Uh, some of them I have paid for myself, so maybe they've just got similar tastes to me, which I don't know whether that's a good or a bad thing, but uh, it th there is some pretty cool content on there. Yeah, I did, like, initially, I was, like, I just saw the main stuff, and I was like, eh, it's about as shit as PlayStation now. And then I had a bit more of a, a look after, um, after saying that, and... There's some good stuff in there. I was having a look and thinking, God, there's probably like five or six games that I'd install and probably get a lot of good time out of. Yeah, a lot of hours. But the best bit about it is that they're releasing it with a big chunk of games to play. Yeah, which is always a good start, PlayStation Now. <laughs> Looking at you. <laughs> and also you can download them. You know, you're yeah. not streaming them, yeah. so you're um, not going to have any lag or anything. And it's while you're paying for the Game Pass, you've got access to them all and you can keep playing them. Just keep paying you seven ninety nine a month. I mean, it is interesting at the moment, because I'm finding... I mean, I do feel that Xbox is always a bit difficult in the console wars, because I prefer PlayStation because of the exclusives it gets, because I think it gets... It gets more exclusives and they're more I my type of game. I think it does, yeah. But the good thing about Xbox is it's like got a shit, shitly massive like fucking back catalogue of 360 games that are backwards compatible that you can play. And that is actually such a big selling point. I mean, there's Xbox 360 games that I would... I'd be dead keen on playing again, actually, that I actually own. But I just can't be bothered to get my Xbox 360 out of... <laughs> out of the loft and, and set it up and play because I've got other yeah. games to play but if it was that easy to just play it I mean it would be it's great and, and there's I mean, so many good games out there with the games with gold they do actually release some pretty good 360 games come out mm. on games with gold I've got built up a massive collection of games just from the free games they give away I think as well it's good that you can download um, the games on um, Game Pass because it's you know, I mean, I've got a pretty it's good internet work connection and streaming. Sometimes. Yeah, it depends on your internet speed. If you've got poor internet, you're going to have a horrible time. And there is that sort it. of little bit of lag as well with it, like input lag and stuff yeah. like that. It's well, always going to be there. The from yeah. your machine to the internet and back. So, and mm. for some Twitch-style games, then that's just not good enough. No, it isn't really. Um, 
what else do we have? Oh, Assassin's Creed Origins leak. So, um, there's been a photo leak, and I think it it might have been confirmed as a, as real. I'm not sure. I don't want to say that. I promise that. But have you guys seen it? The picture. Mm, no, Which one was I it? The haven't. boat going towards the city over the water. With the boat. Yeah. Ah, uh, looks good, doesn't it? Yeah. Um. Oh, it is real, according to Eurogamer. So that is good. I will just link this to Rami actually, so he can see it. Um, so I can see the picture. Yeah. Um, how do I link this to you? Balls. Put it in the OneNote. Um. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, this is cool. It's it's made by it's being made by the guys who made Black Flag, which is probably yeah, the most... that is one of the better ones. So it really is, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Um, I th in my opinion, that's where the series took off. That's where it got better because the first five were their interfaces were dire. Hey, uh, I yeah. really enjoyed Assassin's Creed Two. The mechanics and the interface were just counterintuitive <laughs> in places, and Desmond just drove me up the wall. <laughs> five, minute, five minutes I, of running around I, as the I actual think assassin. I preferred and then the the Desmond storyline to just being like a Same. basically a, a cubicle jockey working mm. for Abstergo I, Industries. I like the cubicle but. jockey better because it meant less dicking around as Desmond. <laughs> see, was, I'd, I'd rather they... I'd, I'd rather, like, I see what you're saying, Deb, but I'd rather they reboot it a bit and get... Yeah. A, a character in the modern day that they do some actually cool stuff with because I I like the concept of it for me. I love the concept for uh, like well uh, basically a, a sci-fi kind of series like the premise was awesome. Yeah. I just don't think they've ever really done leveraged it. <laughs> well... enough and done it justice for such a good idea. Let's face it. I mean, I mean, the reason Black Flag was so popular. I, I actually preferred the Rogue game, which was released in a bit of a weird time. So Black Flag Two, basically. Yeah, which I found even better. But that that style of game was really good because you just felt like you're in a really big world. And you had a lot to do. I never and... played the Assassin's Creed Rogue. Where was that oh, one should. set? Um, Somewhere well, cold, idea... snowy. Yeah, it was the same kind of. Was it? It was a bit bigger than Black Flag, wasn't it? It had a few more. Maps. I don't know. I never. I haven't played it. But it was the the idea was was you're an assassin, but you end up becoming a, a what Templar. are they called? Templar. Um, and it's really quite good. Um, because the, there's a lot of reasons why you switch from being an assassin, and it's it's kind of a cool story. It's a real nice spin on it. Well, this is the thing that kind of froze me with. Uh... The way the the game's gone and the way the story's gone, because it seems they've moved away from. It's called Assassin's Creed, yet you seem to be now more down the Templar side of things. And the the first three games all told mm. you that the Templars were a bunch of dicks. So <laughs> I, I, I've kind of bought into that part of the mythos, and it's like, well, now why am I becoming a Templar? What's the deal there? Yeah, I mean, I think the Assassins are still seen as the good guys in Rogue, but it's kind of of the mind that they... That, you know, I mean, pe people make bad mistakes, and I think they kind of screwed the main character over a bit, and he was like, 
fuck you guys. Right. So I okay. think that's how that I think that's how that went, from what I remember. I haven't played it for years. But I see what you mean about Abstergo, like it doesn't yeah. it's a bit weird when you're kind of working for the Templars, sort of. You're and... there as yeah, but in Black Flag you meet with um Stephen Merchant's character in the coffee stand. And it's like is it Stephen Merchant? You meet with some guy who's like you're smuggling out information for them. He tells oh, you, Oh, right. they're a bunch of bad guys. Yeah, they're hanging around, Find aren't this... they? There's some of the characters from the early early games. Yeah. Sort of... So you've got the the guy with the glasses is at the coffee yeah. stand. You meet him like two or three times, and they have you go in and find information, but yeah. it only forces you to do those sections like three times, mm. which I found a lot less jarring and irritating than, oh, uh, Desmond's going to go in the machine. Desmond's been in the machine. Here's ten minutes of running around stabbing people. Now you spend forty five minutes dicking around trying to find a post-it note. On the back <laughs> yeah, of the and I totally yeah. I totally agree with that. Like I I think that. They really fucked up the mechanics of the Desmond thing, but they could have, they could have done something much cooler, right? I I yeah. think they should bring back they, the mechanic, they but they should do it definitely. Like I, it just feels like there's no real point to what you're doing. It's like, well, I don't know. It just it, it didn't feel <laughs> that immersive, really. Well, the whole idea was that you were supposed to find out where the next bit of the Apple of Eden is. Yeah, but but again, that's just shit, isn't it? Really, I mean, what a shit story point. <laughs> I mean, they they could could have done something more interesting than that. I mean, there's so much stuff yeah. you could come up with. They it's they have so much money premise. as well as a company. Yeah, you you would have thought they'd have some better ideas. Yeah. But I mean, back to this actual leak. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> the the cool thing about it is that for, from the the picture tells you a lot. So you're obviously in Egypt, which we know. Um, there are boats that you can can sort of be on which is awesome um so hopefully there's a bit of boat combat and it's set you know like ages and ages away in the past so it's going to be really quite new and they've chosen that time period apparently because they don't want to sort of be forced to follow history as much they can be a bit more inventive with it all uh, right because less is known yeah so I mean, it could be really good. I I hope that it's actually a full-on reboot. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. But and that they do actually do something big with the concepts and the the world. Yeah. And they're gonna have to because the world has changed since the last Assassin's Creed. Open world games are very different nowadays. Maybe they could like you know find a Stargate. Just throwing <laughs> a name out there. And... Well, there was supposed to be a Stargate MMO like Warcraft. But that that would have been amazing. It, it was underway. It, there was lots of screen and artwork for it, and it just kind of went into development hell and never, mm. never materialised. Well, that's because it's an MMO that isn't Warcraft. Yeah. But there was, I, there was, I think there were plans for like Stargate travel to different planets and all sorts of really cool ideas. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, Stargate MMO. <laughs> if you just stayed on the base, it's like, what do you mean? I've still not got clearance to go in the Stargate. <laughs> Come on, I wouldn't let you near a Stargate. <laughs> That'd be it. such a troll game. Imagine like spending fifty quid on a Stargate game, and the whole like game 
you it's don't just you, leave like, the base. Yeah. You just it's just go like training missions. Training. Yeah. <laughs> and like you keep, and it forces you to walk past the Stargate on a regular basis, but it's never open. So you're always kind of like looking at it and feeling a bit shitty about yourself. And then it just ends. With you like <laughs> walking up to the Stargate to like enter it, and then it just ends. And it says, bye, Stargate 2. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then it just says, as soon as you walk through the Stargate, you died. Yeah, the, the iris on the other side was closed, you're yeah. paced. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it, like, there's just no sequel to that. You just fucked. It was there just to troll you. Yeah. Brilliant. Oh my god. Um, Gwent. Yeah, this came up on uh, Xbox One recently on one of the the featured uh, things. It, it looks like it has been out for a while, but they're, they're kind of pushing now the the beta. It's part of the Xbox game preview. Um, and the trailer made it look all shiny, and I, I do like my online card games. So, uh, And there's going to be eventually a campaign mode that looks like a bit of fun. Where you go around exploring the uh, world of the the Witcher, and like playing cards on <laughs> playing cards, but the story's going to be done by the Witcher Free team. Oh. so it it could have quite a good story to it because the the Witcher Free's meant to be really good. I, I've never played it, so it's a long game to play. It's like two hundred yes, hours, which is why I haven't played it because it was just. Oh, I'm never going to get time to play that. I'm just not going to pay any money for it. <laughs> Wait till it's free on Xbox Live. Yeah, I, I tried it. I mean, it's really good, but the the concept doesn't really grab me with The Witcher. Like, I I don't find I don't find the premise that interesting. But I was amazed with like what they did with their storytelling. If that right. makes sense, but I didn't enjoy it that much. Like I yeah. thought their writing was really good, and well, their mechanics didn't have for the to story buy into really good. The world itself. Yeah, I just didn't like the protagonist. I just don't really like the idea of playing someone who's just a like mercenary. <laughs> it's just a bit like well, you just didn't like Gerald. No, I just found him a bit dislikable, really. <laughs> But yeah, Gwen, I mean, I don't know, I kind of, I'm a, I find card games really very complex issues, really, for me in gaming, because I've played Magic the Gathering, and I like playing that, fair enough, I've played, I've played Magic on the PC as well, as like the, the, you know, game you can play on Steam, um, for 25 hours, I've just seen, but the thing I hate about card games in real life and online is really unless you invest like stupid amount of time you, yeah you're gonna have and to invest time. money at the end of the the end of the day well, to stay ahead and play you know at a it good depends level. whether how far you want to take it if you want to go into like your competitive play and stuff then yeah it's gonna you're gonna have to sink a lot of cash and time into that game uh, but if you're just there for the more casual side of things, um, then it's awesome because it, well, it's free. Yeah, but Rami, I can't, I can't, I can't play a game like that 
and not be competitive. Like, and not, like, I can't play that. If I enjoy playing it casually, I'm going to start playing it more, and then I'm going to yeah. play it competitively. I can't, I can't stop myself from doing <laughs> that. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm a competitive person. I can't help it. Like, <laughs> I can't chill out and play a card game. I need to fucking win again and again and again. <laughs> yeah, well, you see, that's your issue right there. Yeah. If you could just chill out and play it, then you could just, you know, stay at some like lower end, middling level, and, and have fun uh, just with the cards that are available to you. Well, but... I do in real life. Like, I like playing Magic with like some friends if we actually had Good fair cards, but it, it never happens. There's always some twat who spent a grand on like awesome cards and built some deck that just shits on you at like two turns in, you're dead. Well, what's the point? Why even play? Because some people like want to win so much that they want a really unfair advantage. Yeah, but and why it's just play fun. that style with your friends? Go to the tournament. I agree. I agree. But I don't know. It's that that's the thing I always find difficult about these games. I don't know. I I do enjoy them though. I do. I think it's cool that it's come out. That's but... why. Yeah, it's not available at the moment on the the preview version because I gave it a go and it's a really polished. Uh, system they've got for the cards. It, all the is artwork it? is lovely. It, it does look really shiny. The tutorial was good. Um, then there's all kinds of challenges to get used to creating your own deck. They are a, a little slim on details, some of them. Mm. Uh, and then they'll take you through learning the different factions of the games because they've each got a bit of a different playstyle. But yeah, I can see quite easily getting sucked in, slowly collecting all the cards for free without spending loads of money. Because you can just grind through and, and do it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Like with your daily logons and stuff like that. Things I'm, I'm trying to move myself away. I mean, I don't have enough time to grind through stuff nowadays in the same way that I did. Yeah. And I'm trying to move more towards playing games that I can, I can do that if I have the time and I want to do that, but I don't have like, to do that. Yeah, yeah, like I used to find with League, the only way to stay on a level playing field with people and get better was I had to play it every single day for about three or four hours, and that's... That's too much of an investment. I mean, if you're unemployed, it's fine, but if, if oh, you've got yeah. a job and a girlfriend and stuff and, and or other commitments, then you can't really do that, and it's not really very healthy either really <laughs> probably shouldn't be doing that like okay, you out, know go outside reality yeah. in 3D exactly <laughs> um yeah making but... traces of bacon <laughs> <laughs> um we could do I'll, I, I could briefly chat about Stellaris yeah you've been playing that that, that sounds exciting it's it's been out for a year actually, but they released an expansion I think recently, and I I got it a while back, and I've sort of dipped in and out of it. But I played it re again recently because I hadn't really invested enough time into it, and it's great. It's it's kind of crossed between Civilization and Sins of a Solar Empire, which are both kind of strategy games, but it's it's set in space. Um, and you can have these massive maps, like of like galaxy, like the ho a whole galaxy with thousands of stars, and you can go and colonize planets and fight alien races and do all sorts of cool stuff. Um, it's great. 
absolutely great. I don't really. Is it as big as No Man's Sky? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> probably not. But it's it's not No Man's. It's it's you know top down strategy game as well. Yeah, yeah. But it's cool. Like I'd recommend it to anyone. I don't really know what else to say about it. Really, I don't know if I've got anything here I can can talk about on it. Really, it's 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 just a it's a strategy game, and it's really good. Um, and the cool thing about it is it's it's got like um when you first play it you kind of think holy fuck the systems in this game it's going to be really complicated and the the reason I didn't start playing it that much when I first got it was because I thought god this is a bit of a time investment to understand it and yeah. you play it for two hours and actually the learning curve's really really not steep it's really like you it it's it's not that hard to understand it's actually not a difficult game. I, I wrote a Steam review on it, and I talked about how it wasn't like a tomato, because like a tomato is like a steep learning curve. You bite into the tomato, and it just covers you, your whole face in tomato, because the juice Ugh. flies everywhere. Ugh. But this is more like an onion, because an onion, you peel back the layers of complexity. And it makes you cry. <laughs> Lovely. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> sad thing is, no one even rated my review on that. So um, Yeah, it's probably the... Onion and tomato references. It probably is. I I wrote it at two in the morning when I had work the next day, and I was trying to review like I'm writing this in two in the morning, uh, <laughs> and being stupid, I've I'm actually decided to start writing a view a review at this time as well. That's how good this game is. But um, I also wrote a beautifully scathing review on Metal Gear Solid on Steam, um, <laughs> and the responses. Yeah, the responses are just absolutely hilarious. I pissed off so many people. Um, so I finished the whole review saying <laughs> um, <laughs> that basically No Man's Sky is a better game. And no, I am not joking. <laughs> um, so the first response was, in quotes, No Man's Sky is a better game. What drugs are you on? <laughs> and then the next one was, was taking this seriously until that No Man's Sky bit. Just no. <laughs> uh, one out of six people found this review helpful. Oh well. Um, so someone that is, is down with the whole yes, No Man's Sky is a better game than Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, it's, I mean the the thing is, I just I I don't know whether it's me, like whether there's something wrong with me, but I played like all the other Metal Gear games and loved them and this that one just it was well, just had no fucking story and the twist is the no worst thing ever all, did it? it's just like oh go kill some people because you know well, and the whole twist of the game right I mean I, I can right spoilers because Good. I'm just gonna fucking say it because it, it pisses me off so you start off this game which is about 100 hours long to play yeah. And you start it off, and you think, oh yeah, I'm Snake, I'm Big Boss, right? I yeah, am yeah. Big Boss, guys. And anyway, it's not David Hayter doing the voice anymore, it's Kiefer Sutherland. Fuck that. Like, iconic voice of Snake, gone. And what, then... What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So, first <laughs> first fucking black mark. Second, like, the, the first hour of the game is actually really story-based. Like, oh, cool, okay, well, at least it's got some story. Then, you pl I, I played 29 more hours of the game, and you sat there like, dude, why are you not speaking? Like, what, what, where are your quips? Where are your 
awesome American cheesy quips and deep storyline that's really fucked up and awesomely Japanese. Not well, they there. Paid Kiefer Sutherland for an hour, obviously. Exactly. <laughs> and then, then the characters even comment like, "Dude, like, why are you not acting like normal, basically, throughout the game?" Oh right. And You're then yourself. Yeah, and then the end of the game is, oh right, you know that Ground Zeroes game that you played before that was an hour long, and you're in this ship, and it like in this helicopter. And, like, it gets attacked. Well, actually, you're that, like, boring NPC medic in the background. And you kind of got damaged by the bomb thing. And they plastic surgeried you, so, to make you look like Big Boss. Oh. And that's who you are. And that's why you're not the same guy. Oh. And this is all a metaphorical, like... Wow concept of how actually everyone is Big Boss. Oh. And you just like, really? Oh, that's so awful. It's like, it's like writing a really interesting story and then going at the end, <coughs> it was all a dream. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, fuck oh off. God, the, it's all a dream ending. It's <laughs> like, it's fuck just you. being a cunt. Like, and, like, I actually stopped playing it after 30 hours because I just thought, I don't, I got more story out of the first two or three hours of any other Metal Gear game than I got in 30 hours of playing this piece of shit. And <laughs> I I agree, like, the stealth combat is the best stealth combat ever seen in a game in history. It is. 10 out of the 10 for that. parachuting people away. You what? What's that? Using balloons to... Yeah, that. I, I've seen that. People. And I, I think I actually got to play a bit of the game and do that. And that was cool as fuck. Yeah, it's but... cool. Like, the, the gameplay mechanics are amazing. Like, it is... Really good. I'm not gonna shit on that, but, but what story. upsets me? Yeah, th there's no story, and the games media, like pricks, honestly, cannot cope with this shit. Like they all gave it ten out of ten. Amazing game. They're just fucking liars. Like the combat <laughs> is amazing, but games aren't just about gameplay. It's also about story. Like it's not just about whether you play a game and the gameplay is fun. Like. What's the point of why you're playing the gameplay? Like, there's got to be some reason you're doing stuff. Well, you've just got to eat all the pills and get the highest score. Dude, I just... Uh, maybe I'm old. <laughs> maybe I'm old. Maybe I expect too much. But if people shit on Mass Effect Andromeda... <coughs> fuck you! Like, if you liked Battle Gear 5 and you're shitting on Mass, Mass Effect Andromeda... <laughs> come on. Come on so, now. So, kind of, Metal Gear 5 is a return to, like, retro gaming... Basically, oh, God. no story, and just literally, it was all about the gameplay. I mean, it did have some story, and you know, I mean, I don't want to say it didn't have story, but it, it didn't. It, I mean, you know, <laughs> a lot of people complained about Metal Gear Four because they called it a cutscene simulator. Well, that's what I like, so fuck you. Cuts. <laughs> um, Metal Gear was always about the story. That's that's what yes, was so good about it. Was. it. But anyway, I I've gone off topic completely but fuck you konami and kojima what are you doing man is it just a whole process to take the piss no well he's konami? doing death stranding hasn't he he's abandoned metal gear well he never wanted to do metal gear again he no. didn't even want to do metal gear 4 he thought it was done after 3 and then he was forced he should to have do been because 3 was really good yeah, I actually quite like 4 as well. I mean, 4 tied everything up for people. And, and then they do the Guns of the Patriot as well, which is the ninja one or something. Oh, 
Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. That's the one. Oh, no. Yeah, that... I don't know. I didn't... I don't think Kojima was, was it Metal that. Gear 4 that was the good one and 3 was rubbish? No, 3 was really good. Which was the one when you were, like, in the woods loads? 3. Yeah, that was the good one. And you lose an eye. Yeah. So it's awesome. Captain <laughs> Blinky! <clears throat> so, I mean, that's... I've, I'll shut up about Metal Gear now. I need, need to stop talking about that game. Um, <laughs> yeah, no ranting. Right. It's, it, honestly, though, like it is Anyone worth else No Man's Sky. Got anything to review? Awkward no, like no. <laughs> no I, as I say, I've been mainly playing Diablo Three, working my way through the season because it's awesome. I'm and giving it's um, finally on console. I'm so giving happy. Star Wars. I'm giving Star Wars: The Old Republic another go. Oh, nice. Um. Yeah. I don't know, I fancy playing the Jedi Knight story, because apparently that's really good, so I thought I'd give uh, that a go. Cool. But, um, uh, I think the other thing we got, the only things we've really got left today are probably what's coming on Xbox Live and PlayStation Plus. So, PlayStation Plus, all I've put as a note for this is, no info, probably shit again, Xbox dicks on PlayStation 4. Okay, Oi. so yeah. It, it does with the free games, I think. Massively. Yeah, because, well, they just... Every once a blue moon, maybe once or twice a year, there's some epic game that you get free <coughs> for PlayStation Plus. Yeah, I mean, you've got to admit, it's been really bad. But like the lately, last six months. it's been atrocious. It's... I've complained nearly every time we've done an episode about how crap it is. Yeah. It's... But uh, once again, uh, Xbox Live has some quality titles. They knock it out of the park. Holy shit. So, uh, first one is probably the worst uh, for Xbox One. Speedrunners. Oh, not heard Never of that. Never heard of it. Have you? Nope. No, no, no one's heard really. of that. No I, I mean, it might, it might be good. Maybe, maybe it's good. Maybe, maybe we're being it's good. unfair. Maybe it's like a great game by an indie developer and we're actually just being pricks. I don't know. I haven't really checked it out. But... Yeah, we know nothing about that. But then you've got, at the end of next month, you get Watch Dogs for Xbox One. Damn. That's which good. is pretty cool. Uh, and for 360, it's Assassin's Creed 3 and Dragon Age Origins. I mean, Dragon Age Origins, that is... I mean, that's it's an old game, game but it's it? huge. Yeah, it's abs... That's like... It's, I mean, it's arguably one of... You know, it's seen as almost on a par with, like, Baldur's Gate for a lot of people with Bioware. It's, yeah. I mean, it, it has its problems, but it is a really, really good story. <laughs> it's very, yeah. very good. And Assassin's Creed 3, they have been releasing on Xbox Live. It seems they have been going through quite a lot of the Assassin's Creed catalogue. Assassin's the Creed 3 is not a bad game. Keep dropping good. in, so... Maybe I mean, that we'll... just wipes the floor, that does. I mean, you know, I don't know what PlayStation Plus is going to release in well, June, but I think it's going to be crap. Three like, AAA titles, isn't it? At least. Yeah. I mean, again, it is the backwards compatibility thing, but even just getting Watch Dogs for Xbox One, I mean, that's yeah. that's really good. 
that's it's not a bad game that at all. That's that's a seriously triple A game. It might be a few years old, but it's it's. But it was still a triple A game. I mean, I don't have that game. I haven't I haven't played it either. I wouldn't mind playing it. I quite enjoyed it. Mm. I don't know. Disappointing. Disappointing PlayStation. Very very disappointing. Must, must try harder. Yeah, must try a lot harder. <laughs> Give me some, like, free Japanese MMOs, not MMOs, fuck that, um, JRPGs, go on, just do it, just give me give me some fun JRPGs or something. Well, it's such a shame, because the, there are a bunch of really good indie games and, like, exclusive games that come out on the PS4, so they've got this great wealth of games that they could, like, start giving away some quality games, and they just don't. But, like, just, why not just give people, like, an AA game for change? Like, I wouldn't mind Watch Dogs. Yeah. On PlayStation, I wouldn't mind that, that'd be cool, that'd be, like, a nice little bonus, or you could do, you could do something like Last of Us Remastered, that's a PlayStation 4 game. Yeah. That's been out for a while, you could do... There are plenty of games that have been out for a while that, come on, time to give them away for free. Yeah. You know, and, and and some of those are like, you know, they've been around for a bit. I mean, Last of Us Remastered is a good example of a game that's kind of, that's been out, I don't know, did it did it come out like a year or two ago? Um, and the original on, on the PlayStation 3 came out ages and ages ago. So it's, that's a perfect type of type, title to, to sort of give away. But, I mean, I suppose it is about the deals you make with the, the games developers, but Xbox seem to be able to do it, so why can't PlayStation? Yeah, it just makes no sense. Well, I think on that note, are we are we done? Are we done, chaps? Uh, yeah, oh, I don't think I've got any more to add. Excellent. Well, we shall see you in the future, compatriots. I have been Stefan. And Rami has been Rami. Yeah, mostly. Uh, uh, be uh, excellent to each other. Good night. And Dad has been dead? Mostly. <laughs> I totally creeped I, you guys out. You didn't know what the fuck you were doing. Usually be found at the bottom <laughs> of a pile of corpses. Nice. Wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I failed a lot. We, we are all psychopaths. We, we lied earlier. Obviously. No, I just fail a lot. I die a lot in games, but that's something that you learn from. On that note, Good night, folks. <laughs> we like to leave it on a positive, always here at the Wonky Gamer. So keep keep yourselves upbeat. You know, little election going on in the UK. We're going to go to shit again. Yeah. But have fun. Goodbye. Good night. Take it easy. Bye.